Hello and welcome back to another episode of What Are You Growing Through? I just want to take a moment to acknowledge um, another season, another beautiful season, another season of me learning more about myself, opening up in different ways um, as I close this season, season two. Um Honestly, when I started this podcast, I wasn't sure what was really going to happen or like how long I was going to do it and how many seasons. Um, But here we are, you know, ending season two, definitely coming back for a season three. And I'm definitely most most definitely excited for what I already see happening for season three. So this is technically the last episode of season two. Um, and it's basically just a reflection and, you know, open it up a little bit more in depth of what 2020 has been for me as an individual, but I'm also having this conversation with a fellow podcaster, Imani, who is the creator of Oasis 13. I hope you enjoy this episode and take a minute to actually sit down and, like pay attention hello oh yeah can you hear me yeah i can hear you okay hey how are you (laughs) how are you good how you doing i'm good i can't complain that's what's up um so yeah i guess we'll get into it um so i normally just let my guests introduce themselves you know so my listeners, whatever you like them to know about you, what you got going on, you know, mm-hmm. do your thing. Okay. Um. Hello, my name is Imani, host of the Oasis Thirteen. Um. I have a podcast, a blog, and I also do YouTube videos. And basically, the message is your refuge is in your self healing. So. I put out things that I've healed from mm-hmm. myself. Um, the podcast discussions are to get like other people's perspectives on things that I also have questions on. And um, yeah, I just really like discussions and deep topics and all that good stuff. So if you're interested, um, you could check me out. It's called the Oasis 13. All right. Well, thanks for sharing. <laughs> um, definitely appreciate you for agreeing to be on the podcast. Um, yeah, guess- I'm glad. I'm glad to be up here. This is my also my first feature on a podcast. So what? I'm excited. Yes. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> so to my listeners the people who don't know I was on Imani's podcast um, mm-hmm. I, we did it last month but it didn't release until this month um, mm-hmm. and that was my first time being on someone's podcast so I'm happy that we you know I'm happy we decided to do this right <laughs> Um. so and just a little bit about that episode we basically mm-hmm. shared um from each perspective of kind of a little bit of what 2020 was for us so this episode mm-hmm. is kind of a continuation of that mm-hmm. um 
So yeah, here we are. <laughs> yeah, now we're actually at the end right. of 2020. We only got what three more days left. Literally. If that, yeah. it's really two. Yep, two, two, two more days left. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So my first question for you is if you had to like name one, even if it's more than one, you can share as much as you want, but like Mm-hmm. What is one of your most impactful moments for 2020 for you? Hmm. One of my most impactful moments was when I. It's so crazy to think back because you're like, this has all happened in one year. Right? <laughs> but so I was in living in Indonesia and. Basically, it was time for me to come back to America, mm-hmm. and I had set up plans to live with a relative. Now, the first relative I decided to live with, they were they were older, right? And this was during Corona time, so it was like April or something. And they were like, you know, they had told me like I think a couple days before I had left, like. Oh no, I'm not comfortable. My doctor said I can't do that. So I'm like, all right, cool, cool, cool. So I, I after that, I planned with another relative to stay with them. And when I tell you this relative, they just got a new house. They got dumb amount of space. They live by themselves. So I could have quarantined in a place by myself, you know? Mm-hmm. So they said yeah when I had initially asked them and then on my flight back to America, mm-hmm. once I got, you know, signal again and I'm in the airport, I was in like Texas or something. And they're like, hey, um, do you have any other options? Because basically, I don't want you to come here no more. Oh, wait. <laughs> girl, girl. On my flight, like I'm here now. Like, uh-huh. what you mean? So, actually, I'm lying. I got the text message while I was still in the air because I had Wi Fi. They, you know, you can mm-hmm. on the long flight, right? You right, can right. get the Wi Fi. So, I got it while I was still in the air, but I'm on my flight back. So, what are you talking about? Like, you, you didn't, what? You know? <laughs> So that was a very impactful moment for me because when I tell you, I didn't know what I was going to do because I had planned to live with them, you know, and I was, I had already had a a little job lined up, but it didn't start until August. Mm -hmm. So I was just going to get a little part-time something to just get, you know, what I needed from time to time, but I wouldn't, I wasn't planning to worry about having to worry about paying for somewhere to live, you know? Right. So when that happened, I just, I was, shoosh, like, I went through it, okay? Mm-hmm. And and not only the fact that I didn't know where I was going to live, but also the fact that I thought I was getting pretty close with that family member, and then they're going to do that to me. Right. So I learned who was who's really there for me, like not just there when I'm good, but like there at every moment in my life. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. then I also learned that, 
even when you don't know how things are going to work out, you just got to keep, you just, you, you got to just mm-hmm. have faith that it will, yes. you know, yes. because I didn't know what the, I was like, uh, all right. Okay. Um, all right. <laughs> you know, so that was my, yeah, that was definitely my most impactful moment this year. Definitely. Wow. Well, thanks for sharing. Yeah, that was, that's definitely, that's a lot mm-hmm. to say the least. Like, <laughs> I can't imagine. So yeah. I, kudos to you. Like, I, I, I am admiring your uh, perseverance with that experience. <laughs> Thank you, girl. Thank you. Yes. Yes. What about you? Um, I can ask you um, questions, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, what about Please. you? Um, I feel like my most impactful moments happen in March. Well, toward like towards the end of March, beginning of April, mm-hmm. and it was a combination of me losing my job because of COVID, mm-hmm. and also me losing my stepfather because of COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, and both of those basically happens simultaneously mm. and it just put me in a place like first of all just the grief I mean both of them are losses so grief in both of them mm-hmm. um and just trying to if we just talking about the income like just trying to figure out what is about to happen you know like really just lost my job so right. what, does, what, does, what does this look like you know right but on the other side of that me Losing my stepfather um, definitely hit different mm-hmm. as an adult. Losing someone, especially losing someone who was a parent figure in my life right. for a long time, at least like 15 years of my life. Um, it just put me in a different level of uncomfortableness and it forced me to be there for myself like I've never been there before. Mm-hmm. And, I've, I, you know, I learned, like, you know, the idea or just the the true definition of self-compassion and self-love and just everything about myself, like mm-hmm. self-awareness. Because self-awareness is a, a big thing mm-hmm. that, like, coincides with everything else. Like, right. you're not really aware of yourself, what you, what you need, what triggers you, what makes right. you mad, what makes you happy. Right. Then you can't really be, you know, you can't really show yourself love, for right. instance, or you really can't be compassionate towards yourself. Right. You don't even know what that looks like, you know? Right. So it definitely broke me down to like many different levels of learning. Um, so many different things about myself. Um, and yeah, it's just that 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 literally was like the tone for the rest of this year, like being able to see who I was with different um situations and just unlearning and learning a lot of things mm-hmm. in my life. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, yeah, I think that yeah, that's that's really <laughs> that's the summary of that. Yeah. This year definitely was the year of self, like figuring everything out about yourself because like you said, like you know, like most, a lot of people lost their jobs or, mm-hmm. you know, even if you're working from home or it's just a whole bunch of situations that force you to see like 
how do I deal with mass amounts of stress? How do I deal with mm. mass amounts of loss? How do I deal with mass amounts of things changing? Like you don't, you probably mm-hmm. didn't even think about that until this year. It, I didn't. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. Because it's kind of like, I feel like I, I always, I, I'm going to say always, but this year made me, this is another thing that came up for me, like noticing like due to the loss, mm-hmm. the certain amount of losses and people like with me and people that I know, mm-hmm. it allowed me to see like in the black community how much we just take shit on and just keep moving. Yeah. Like it's nothing. Yeah. And it really like put me in a different place this year because I'm like, this is not okay. We need to stop. <laughs> like for real, for real. Like it's okay to not be okay. Yeah. Like that was low key one of my things of this year. And it's like we can't just keep weighing Pushing. stuff down like right. holding you know what I'm saying like it's that that shit gonna like show up yeah eventually and it's not gonna be pretty yeah at all um so yeah that was a another lesson or not even a lesson I feel like it was something that I knew but we just never really paid much attention to because mm-hmm. it's like we said we, we're low-key like taught to keep pushing and then that's it yeah yeah, that's true. Especially black women. That's what I was about to say. I feel like it's mostly black women who do that because, mm-hmm. you know, like we feel the responsibility of, oh, we got to get it or we got to, we, like, we just take on that brunt of taking care right. of everybody and making sure everybody else is good. But you're not even. Right. We got to be strong. Right. And you're not even worried about yourself. And like you said. Exactly. How are you going to. This is another lesson. How are you going to take care of other people? You're not even taking care of yourself. Bingo. <laughs> That's, it. That's it. For real, though. Like, yeah, like that, that's real. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that all that, I feel like all that ties in together. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another, as far as relationships for me, I was in a relationship at the beginning of this year mm-hmm. and it kind of ended um, in May. I think it was like May-ish mm-hmm. um, for many different reasons. But one thing, one of the main things that I've learned, like I guess what I got from that relationship mm-hmm. and I learned um, about myself or just something that happens in relationships is not the best. Mm-hmm. Is this thing called trauma bonding. Yeah. I, don't know if heard, I don't know if you ever heard of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you heard because like when I bring it up in other conversations, people don't really know mm-hmm. per se or until I explain it, you mm-hmm. know. But for people, my listeners who don't have never heard of trauma bonding in that in those words, it's basically like when you're like we get caught up in things that we have in common with people, especially people we're interested in. Um, like, you know, we have some of the same, like, I would say I attract people who have daddy issues because mm-hmm. I do as well. I did as well. So it's like, we think that's all cute and fun and games until it's showing up in our relationship and it's affecting our relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we're low key feeding each other's trauma right. to an extent, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely one thing I became present to and educated about mm-hmm. and like very intentional now, even in my friendships though, like even not even just like just um focusing on relationships, just friendships as well. Like 
it shows up in all type of interaction yeah. that we don't even really see it that mm-hmm. way because we think it's like oh we have this in common like let's talk about this or this you know right. this is why you act like this but it's like we're low-key feeding each other and it's causing all these other issues right i see what you're saying but at the same time it's like I mean, we're going to. Can you hear my? Can you hear my background? Because I'm not. No, okay. I can't. Um, because we're going to like bond over things that we have similar, over things that are similar between us, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it just like that's an automatic thing. It just shouldn't be the only thing. Like one of the main right, things right. that bonds you. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good point. That's a yeah. good point. Cause we, oh, no, go ahead. my bad. Go ahead. No, <laughs> no, but I was saying cause we like, I mean, that's the thing with like in human nature, we want you know we want people who understand us who, or who understand like what right. we've been through. So if you bond with somebody who's also had daddy issues, you're like oh you you see what I mean? Oh your dad does that too. Oh he ain't shit either. You know what I mean? So it's like. Yeah, cool, but it shouldn't be like y'all are like you said feeding each other to stay in that. Like, let's say your friend they like they um they begin uh to have a good relationship with their dad, and then now you feel like disconnected from them because that's what y'all was connecting over. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. 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 So that was um as far as relationships that that was a a major um um I guess was I would say eye opening for yeah. the future my future encounters with people in general mm-hmm. this year. I mean, did you feel like that was your main connection? Was just over trauma or? No, no, no. I I wouldn't say that was the main one. I just think I just I just had to highlight that that was one of the biggest lessons. But no, I don't. Okay. I definitely don't even think that's what. Mm, no, I wouldn't say that. I would because I was about to say I don't think that's what broke us up. But I think mm-hmm. part of it, like our our um, yeah, I I think that definitely is part of it. Like a, a certain percent percentage of it. Right. Um. But yeah, no, nah, I don't think that's what tore us apart completely mm-hmm. okay okay what about you you have any uh a dating experience this year any lessons um well I haven't been in a committed relationship I would say in like two and a half years about mm-hmm. and um when I came back to the states I did get because that all of that had happened I gave myself like a couple of months Mm -hmm. but then I was like okay I think I'm ready to start dating let me see you know and so I did I started dating um but I've already halted that because (laughs) I don't know it's just I don't know I just I feel like I still have some healing to do. And, like, Mm. we're never, like, fully healed. Right. But before I can say that, like, for me to, I love myself. But Mm -hmm. for me to fully think that I'm prepared to be in a relationship with somebody else, I still feel like I can do some healing, you know? Mm -hmm. 
So that's the realization that I came to um, just because I would, I felt like some of the ways I would interact with people would be not toxic, but just like, I would, I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, I feel like people are going to treat you how you let them treat you. Mm-hmm. And so I'm not going to lie. I was messing with this one guy and he was the typical like nice guy and I and I have a podcast out about this too and why women like don't really prefer nice guys <laughs> <laughs> but he was a typical nice guy and it just I, I I would test him to see like okay is he gonna let me do this mm-hmm. you know like and he would and, and I would it would automatically be like yo why are you letting me do this? But at the same time, like, <laughs> at the same time, I'm talking to myself, like, yo, why are you doing this? Like, right. you know, but, so I don't know. I just, but I, re- I, I, it made me, like, learn what I want and, and what I'm not going to put up with, mm-hmm. you know? That's important. Because, mm-hmm, mm. right. that's another reason why I stopped, because, our generation has such difficulties dating. Whew. You know, like I'm 25, you're 25 too, right? Uh, 24, but close enough. Okay, yeah. So it's just, I don't know, man. It'd be difficult. And then I'm not even going to lie. I'd be low key thinking a lot of dudes out here be gay on the like. I feel like <laughs> that's a new, not for real. Like, no, I, was, I hear you. I just wasn't <laughs> expecting it, but I hear you. <laughs> Like, I feel like our generation is so focused on, oh, I got to try this. Oh, maybe I'm like that. or and, like, and that's cool. You know, like, I'm not knocking how anybody is, you know. Mm-hmm. If that's how you are, that's who you are. It's just that my preference is a man. Like, right. a, 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 yeah, I'm going to just leave it there. I'm going to just leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, I get it. yeah. I I will yeah. I'm not gonna get into that, but I, I feel I feel <laughs> I feel what you're saying. I feel you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. Well, I I wish you well on your healing journey, <laughs> especially when thank it comes you, to dating, because that is yeah. um, like you said, it's, our generation is definitely um, different. Different. Mm-hmm. Um, to say the least, but. I guess we won't get too too deep into that today. Um, so if if you could like give this year a word, like if you could describe it in one word, what would it be? Transformative. Ooh, I like mm-hmm. that. I love that actually. <laughs> Yeah, that's how I, that's how, do I explain or just leave it there? Uh, it's up to you. If you, if you have an explanation. Yeah, I just, I mean, whether, like, however you saw this year, whatever perspective you saw this year, I feel like it definitely, well, for me, it transformed mm-hmm. me. And I know that I'm going into 2021 definitely a new, with a new, mindset in a new like way of living mm-hmm. yes I definitely agree 
I I had had that question for you, but I didn't think of a word for myself. But I think it just came to me. Um, Mm -hmm. And I probably would say awakening. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, because I how do I explain it? I just feel like they're just being able to see myself differently. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't say that that side of myself was wasn't always there. It's just I just think I was never present enough to access her or pay attention to her or even just give her a chance to present herself to the world or present herself to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I think I was able to, I don't want to say be woke. <laughs> just so like, <laughs> but it just, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know how to put yeah, that part like of you the had, You had like a brighter light right. shined on other parts of yourself exactly and thank thank that was well said i appreciate it (laughs) yeah yeah that i could say that i could say the same for myself Mm -hmm. definitely yeah so what what would you say that 2021 like what does that look like for you like where where intentions are you setting my intentions are that to release fear, worry, doubt, all of those things, mm-hmm. and just walk in my purpose and know that, um, you know, like I can do whatever that I want to do, and mm-hmm. I just need to have faith, right? And that I'm that I am walking the right path, and that, um, you know, like what I'm working towards is going to come to light, mm-hmm. and. Yeah, not to, not to like, just not to worry because I I find myself sometimes I can get, you know, like just worry about things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, how is this gonna work out? Or what it, what is gonna happen? Oh, right. and that just takes away from whatever present mm-hmm. moment that you're in. That is true. You know, because like at this present moment we have something to be grateful for. Yes. But if we're always like. Uh, I need more. Then it's just you're never gonna be. You ain't never gonna, you're never be, gonna be happy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because that was a big thing that I um started working on this year. Mm-hmm. Because that, like, I would always be like, you know, I would maybe achieve a goal or make something happen that I mm-hmm. wanted to see happen mm-hmm. and it's like yeah I'm proud of you but what's next like you know <laughs> it's that mindset like yeah. not even really giving my chance like yeah. to be present or appreciate what's happening and be grateful for the space that I'm in it's just like what we doing next what we write right. down next you know right right so that that is definitely something I uh I began to work on this year Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, I appreciate you for sharing. Yes. Yeah, that was. Um. What was I about to say? I lost my thought. Um. Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Um. I lost mine too. 
Um, one thing, because I, I heard you bring up something that relates to something else I learned this year mm-hmm. about myself, and you mentioned like always worrying and basically worrying about the unknown of what's mm-hmm. going to happen next in our lives. And for me, I saw, I guess I translated it that I was a person, or I am a person, it's still there, who always kind of wants to be in some type of control. Mm. So it's like, in my mind, I think I can control everything, every part of my life, but in reality, mm-hmm. I can't. Right. <laughs> so it's like, you know, releasing that control and actually just letting life happen. And you know, like I said, like just believing that, things are aligning for me and mm-hmm. just having faith in God, you know, like he's going to do whatever he said he's going to do, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever he has planned for me. So mm-hmm. that was definitely a big thing. Like actually allowing myself to release control mm-hmm. or just, you know, trying to have control over every single thing when that's unrealistic, you know? Right. I had, I made a whole post on my Instagram about like releasing control because mm-hmm. I'm the same way, like, I be doing the, the one-year, three-year, five-year plans, whatever, you know, like, all right, as long as I do these tasks, as long as I get to this goal by this time, then I'll be here by that time, you know, mm-hmm. and, like... That's, that's what they tell us, though. Right, <laughs> right, and, like, sometimes it works out like that, mm-hmm. but sometimes it doesn't, and sometimes you just can't, you just gotta go with whatever it is, and then mm-hmm. it's, like... Just because it didn't work out how you thought it was, it doesn't mean that it was. Don't a, mean it's not. It doesn't mean it won't good. Like, exactly. But now you yeah. messing it up because you like, nah, that ain't what I wanted. Exactly. <laughs> and now you now you second guessing yourself. Now you don't even know if you keep going. Like you know, it's a whole it's a whole like ripple effect. Right. We just dig ourselves into deep holes for no reason. Right. Hella self sabotage. Hella self sabotage. For real though. That, mm, that's one thing I definitely learned is stop sabotaging my daggone self because honestly mm. that's what a lot of my problems stem from is like mm-hmm. I overthink things and then mm-hmm. like I said I'd be worrying about stuff and then and then it don't be it don't even turn out how I think that it will and I and then I I did all that anxiety and stuff beforehand for no reason you right. know for no reason at all literally wasted all that energy for no daggone reason so <laughs> yeah I, I learned to stop sabotaging myself and just mm-hmm. just give myself some more love you know all right that self-compassion piece <laughs> yeah we need it yep. we need it more than we think we do yeah um I guess I'll answer my own question. Uh, I guess for 2020, I don't think I've set any, like, specific intentions yet. Um, But my main, like, goal is to Mm -hmm. just bring everything I've learned into the next year. And for the rest of my life, to be honest, because there's so so much... Mm -hmm. So much um, beneficial things I learned that will definitely carry on for the rest of my life I have to because <laughs> if I don't then I'm just gonna dig or not mm-hmm. even dig just fall back into the things that are will no longer right. serve me in the new space that I'm in um so I'll go right ahead. so right so just keep elevating to. basically um you know just mm-hmm. being open mm-hmm. like now that I've like unlocked 
my own self-awareness like just being open to learning more because every time I think I've learned enough it's like oh mm-hmm. no there's something else like, something else we need to work on <laughs> so it's like just being open to that because I used to right. be a person that think that I had it all together and then you can tell me shit and then that was it so like mm. that like definitely changing my mindset and just being present like okay you do need to work on that too sis and you need to keep working on what you learned you know right last year too you know just keeping all that in in the forefront of my mind right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that's good just keep elevating but how you gonna feel if you did slip back into mm. your old habits at one See, point. It, key, it has happened. So I <laughs> I think it's just a combination of being annoyed with myself. Um, but also mm-hmm. trying to be compassionate. <laughs> because like I can't just I can't just right. be compassionate to myself once and then the other times not. Um, of course, there is some type of I am learning, yeah. you know, accountability. Like I do have to help hold myself accountable for my actions. But there is like, mm-hmm. you know, I I call it relapsing. <laughs> um, you know, I relapse on right. a bad habit or an unhealthy behavior, and I'm like, okay, like what made us do this? You know, like just just had a whole like self intervention right. basically. And trying to see what I can right. do different next time and what triggered this, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's that explains it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like we all have addictions or like mm-hmm. bad habits, honestly. It's not just people who are like, right. you know, alcoholics or traditional drug addicts. So yeah, like we you're going to, if you're so used to doing something or so used to acting some type of way or reacting some type of way, then it's gonna like, it's gonna take a lot mm-hmm. to change that behavior. So it's like, you gotta be, you gotta, you gotta let yourself, you know, make a mistake a little here and there. Like you said, still hold yourself accountable of like figuring out why or figuring out like how you can do better next time. But as long as you continue to be like, okay, I messed up today, right. but we're going to start over tomorrow. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's definitely um, big and important. I wanted to say something, mm-hmm. but I, I think I, I lost it. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think I lost that one. Um, okay. Oh, please. I can go, go deeper. deeper into that, though, because. Because, like, one thing that I, like, I want to say I started my whole spiritual journey all, like, back in 2013, honestly. And um, it started with, like, me changing my diet, Mm -hmm. like, changing what I ate. And I remember in the beginning when I was researching everything, I had new, I had learned about Dr. Sevi, Mm. alkaline diet, vegan, all of that, like, in the beginning. But at that moment, I was not ready for that. I was just Mm -hmm. getting started, you know? And so I was like, oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 that's too much. I got to start, you know, at the beginning. So initially, you know, obviously I started, like, eating the – and, you know, this is just my personal journey, you know. 
but initially I started eating like the fake meat and you know a lot of carbs and stuff and all of that um and then in between now and those years like I would have moments where I'd be like oh I can eat meat for a little bit mm-hmm. and then I'll go back to not eating it or then I'll go back to oh I can eat meat for a little bit and it wasn't until literally recently where I've finally got into the point where I do not yeah. desire to eat meat anymore you know what I mean but it's like it was a whole and now I'm mm-hmm. on the alkaline thing as well but it was a whole pro- how many years yeah. is that seven yeah, it is. it's a whole process like you know but I never said I never once said like oh I'm gonna quit or whatever maybe this vegan thing is not for me or maybe I can't do it but I would get down on myself sometimes, like, oh, man, like, you know, why can't I stick with it? But also, I'm like, man, (laughs) fuck that. Like, it's hard. It's hard. You know, but I'm finally at the point where I'm like, yo, I'm with it. And it took, but it took time, you know. But I just kept going with it, you know. And now I'm looking back and I'm like, yo. (laughs) Go me, yes, go the me. supreme. <laughs> we we need that too. But no, thanks for, for sharing that because I just became privy to the alkaline, and um, I can't think of his name, but you just mentioned it. But that every everything that in reference to that, mm-hmm. I just like learned about that this year, and I commend you because mm-hmm. I am not there yet, but I know I will be one day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like I'm slowly right. trying to um, take meat out of my diet, mostly chicken, because anybody who knows me knows mm-hmm. I eat chicken every day if I allow myself. Um, so that has <laughs> been the biggest, because I know if I could let go of chicken, then I can let go of anything else, because that's the biggest, you know, that's the biggest meat that right. I eat. Um, so I've been slowly mm-hmm. trying to um, separate myself from it. And mm-hmm. it's, I would say, honestly, the beginning of this year, probably I did better at the beginning of this year. Towards the end, it, I still had those, like, like I don't, mm-hmm. I definitely don't eat it as much. And I definitely see where you're coming from, where your body doesn't crave it anymore. Like, I feel that. Like, I definitely mm-hmm. don't crave it as much as I used to. But I just haven't gotten to the point where mm-hmm. I just can't eat it yet. So patient and I will try to stick with it but it's still hard like picturing not eating chicken like at all like that is a it's gotten I feel like there would be a major um mind shift that would have to happen uh so Mm -hmm. I look forward to seeing what happens you know with that right um and like I said it's different for like well, we ain't got to get into the whole, like, meat and not eat meat. And right. Meat, so that's a whole different thing. But, yeah, never mind. Never mind. I ain't going to say nothing. Uh, okay. I guess we'll wrap it up. Do you have... Oh, so if you had... If you know anybody who still possibly has, like, a negative perspective of 2020, like, what advice would you give them? Or, like, what would you say to them? per se um I would say I would ask them 
in what ways have you seen yourself mm. grow this year? Even if you felt like it was negative, have you seen any growth mm-hmm. from yourself? And then, you know, just ask them to highlight like those negative things. How did that, mm-hmm. how did it change you? Did you, right. are you still here? Did you, you know, did you get through it? Mm-hmm. You know? So, yeah, that's, that's what I would, that's, that's what I would say. I love that. Yeah. Um, so my final <laughs> question for you is what are you currently growing through? Um, um, I would just say continuously healing myself. I don't know if it's a specific thing, but just, I guess, like you said, just continuously on the path to elevation and being the highest mm-hmm. form of myself. Um, so whatever whatever that means, being the best, being my best, putting my best work out there, you know, having to make sh- making sure I make room for the best relationships, loving myself, all, you know, all of, all of that good stuff that we just, right. you know, went over. Yeah, just, just, just yeah. elevating. Right. Who I am. Yeah, same. Same. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, all right then. I want to thank you again for being a part of this conversation um, as we go into another year. Um, so, yeah, thank you for being here. Thank you so much That's for cool. having me. I'm so yes. excited. <laughs> Um, well, in case we don't talk again, Happy New Year to you. Yes, Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to your listeners. If y'all listen to it before then. Right. Okay. I'm pretty sure a lot of us thought we were not going to make it out of 2020. Or we were just over it and we canceled it and all that good stuff. But here we are. We made it through. And I feel like that counts. Like, if if nothing, if you don't want to hear nothing else about 2020, we made it. We're alive. We're present. We're well to some extent. Like, let's be grateful for that, if not anything else. And as we go into a new year, and I know, like, I feel like a lot of people's mindset about 2021 is way different from any other year, like any other transition into a new year. But I really want us to be real intentional about what we want to happen in this next year. You know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like we have to, if not we, I speak for myself. I'm, I feel like I need to, I have to go after everything I deserve. Everything that 2020 has torn me down, built me up, torn me down again, knocked me down for me to be who I am right now. I feel like I could take on whatever 2021 or any year after that has for me or is coming for me. You know what I'm saying? So definitely going to this new year with a certain level of readiness. Like, I really feel like I'm ready for anything that's coming my way. Um, more specifically, like on a personal level, 
I'm going into 2021 with a new job that I will be starting at like towards the end of January. Um, I'm going into 2021 with a new love, um, new relationship that I am very happy about and very present in. Um, and I'm just going into 2021, as I've mentioned this whole episode, like just with a better me, you know? And I look forward to seeing what's happening, like, every single day. Like, I look forward to seeing what's possible and what's there for me, for all of my listeners, for everyone I know. I wish nothing but love, peace, joy, blessings, prosperity, growth for everyone that is listening to this. I appreciate you for supporting me throughout another season. I will be back for season three for sure. And I just look forward to whatever is happening. I can't see that. I can't say that enough like that. I'm genuinely excited to see what's next.